Welcome to Engaging Aging with Erin and Lauren. Join us as we share laughter, tears, and demystify the realities and silver linings that occur later in life. Welcome back. Today we are joined in the studio with Joe Scott, our Director of Move Management here at Dovetail Companies. And we are talking about how much moving sucks. It does. It sucks. Everyone has experienced the pain of moving at least once or twice in their life, right? Um, You have to pack the boxes. You have to be gentle with your belongings. You have to start the downsizing process. And there are so many emotions that go with that. Um, Joe, I, a couple of weeks ago, or has it been over a month now that you told Erin and I that you and Tom were selling your house? Yeah. And you were going to be moving. And you were so ready for the challenge that faced you. I was ready for the challenge. Didn't Thinking that I've done it for so long for so many people, I thought, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. But it really is a big deal. Moving into that house 22 years ago, I was 22 years younger. I thought that I could still do this, you know, the same sort of stuff. So it's been it's been quite a quite a journey um, for lots of reasons. I mean, the emotions I didn't think that there were any emotions. Why? I thought, I, well, I thought because we've been in our house for a long time, and I I have a very um, I hold my emotions in my head and my heart. I don't see them in things or stuff. Tom's very different than that, and he really does attach to things. We had I, I collected a bunch of stuff in the basement for a clear-out company to come and take, and I told him that we were, you know, they were coming tomorrow. Everything that's there is going to go. He went down and picked out stuff yeah. that we had moved from our house 20, you know, moved into that house 22 years ago, and he wanted to take it. I said, we haven't touched it in 22 years, and I have a sister who's very much like him, and she reminded me that you know he's different. Let him take it. And you so, know, what so do you are. what do you notice about Tom though that why he wants to take it? Is it just that emotional thing of holding on to it, or there were all things that belong? You're to always going to use it at yeah, some point, right? We're never going to use it, it <laughs> but everybody <laughs> thinks they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it belonged to his parents and his grandparents, and 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 it was important to him. And he's hoping that you know at some point his nieces and nephews will will want to take it. And we see that with our clients all the time, and. I always say that if if there's room for things, mm-hmm. um, yeah, take them. And if it really means a lot to you to have it stored in your storage unit at your independent living home or in your assisted living home or an offsite storage or you, wherever it is, as long as you have space for it and it's not taking up valuable space that you need for other things, you know, I always say to clients, you know, take that. That's why we always take the right-sizing approach as opposed to the downsizing you know, where right-sizing is what is right for every person. And, you know, downsizing, we know uh, people think about the very prescribed method of you need X number of these things and two of those things and one of those. And that doesn't always work for people. So I always say if, it, if it's going to fit and it means a lot to you to have it, you know, go ahead and, you know, and take it. So, so I'm so curious, right, because the whole piece of what sparked to this conversation today is yesterday we were sitting in the office, and I think I said to you, you know, you're moving, is coming up, and um, how's it going? And you just kind of looked so defeated looking yeah, back at yeah, me yeah. and said, it's a lot. It's exhausting. I, like you said before, um, you know, you've done this. But what's interesting is you do this every single day of your life as a professional, 
And you make it look so seamless to all of our clients and to their family members and even to our team. And I remember the first time that we actually were interviewing you, you were in a really tight, small crawl space for a client. And so you do this, right? What do you find that has come up in your own personal experience of planning and moving in the actual execution of this that has changed from what you do professionally to what it's like personally? Because we're all human. This is real. This is real life. And you said to me yesterday, I don't know how somebody that is 85 years old does this on their own or does it with their adult children surrounding them. So talk a little bit about what the emotions have come up and what that looks like for you. I've thought a lot about that because I think that we go into a move with a client and plan that move with them, sometimes with their adult children. And when we do that, we have a very specific timeline of, of how things are going to happen. And, mm-hmm. and we have a vision of what it's going to be the day that we unpack them and they come in the big reveal and they see what their space looks like. Doing it for yourself as you're packing those things, you're, th- you're thinking about how this is going to appear in my new life, mm-hmm. right? Where is it going to go? Um, uh, it's a much more personal um, experience of putting all these things in boxes because you really you think about the time that you, you did use it, yeah. right? And you know, I sort of contradict you go myself. Go down that rabbit hole, as you yeah, always say. Yeah, I contradict myself by saying that I'm, I'm not really attached to things, but there are things, and I sort of remember this is a platter that I got from my mother that we used every Thanksgiving, and yeah, I guess it is important to me, but it's something that we still. Use and then I get you know go down the hole of thinking all right so where are all these platters going to go and so it's very different when you when you work with a client you see what their kitchen layout is going to be you see how much how many things that they you know they want to take and you identify the space as to where everything's going to go I and you go in there with a very deliberate plan of what is going to get packed and what you can do in four or five hours to get it all packed with a team when you're doing it on your own. I don't have that same – I didn't have the same vision of, all right, I have a kitchen that only has X number of cabinets. Put these things – these things are going to go with this cabinet next to the refrigerator and this stuff is going to go in the basement. I, at a very high level, sort of had that, but I wasn't as specific as I am when I work with a client. Well, it's so interesting too because we always say we share tears and tissue and time with our clients, right? And yeah. we embrace the emotional aspects of this move with them too. But I think that it's different to your point. We do to a certain extent, right? We know that something is very near and dear to their heart. We're listening to those stories. We're feeling that a little bit, but we're not necessarily feeling that because the personal attachment is not there. So on your side, when their personal attachment is there, it's a little bit different and you can start to go down that rabbit hole. You don't have somebody sitting in front of you saying, Joe, stop looking at those pictures right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you Move don't. On. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I see in myself some of the challenges I see in clients and I think, oh my, I'm never going to be that way. And I, I'm pretty blessed that I don't have a lot of stuff and I didn't hold on to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, clearing out things was not as much a uh, an issue as I thought it was going to be, but the um, the emotions are probably far more alive than 
I, I, I thought, and dealing with Tom's emotions where he is very emotional about that space, about mm-hmm. that house and um, his landscape design and all of that stuff that he's leaving, um, I have to sort of always remind myself that there is emotion. He has his emotion to deal with. So that becomes my emotion, right? right. So how do I sort of deal with that? So it's really helped me uh, put into perspective what our clients are faced with you know, every day. And I can't even imagine doing it by myself. Um, had, you know, had had Tom not been there and my having to pack up a home, like all of that, and then do that on my own, I can't even imagine what that's like. And as I said, I can't imagine what that's like being 85 years old. And I have the, I know how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I did make myself a plan and I knew what rooms had to be done when they were going to be done. Um, but still it's, you know, it's, it's a challenge. And it's 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 also a uh, you know it's kind of a kick in the butt when you spend the day getting rid of things and moving stuff out. It was with my brother-in-law and my my niece's husband getting rid of things, spending a day moving things that I thought well, no big deal. We'll move that couch to my sister-in-law's. We'll move those those dressers out, whatever that is. And Saturday afternoon, I was like, oh, you know, I realized yeah. it sort of hits you in the face that yeah, you can't do that as much. And when you're at a client's home and you're doing that, you're very specific about what it is. By the time you get to the sort of the packing, you're very specific about what it is. Someone's coming to move things out. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Someone is doing it for them. So it really – It's at a commercial point and like it just goes away, right? Like that's the whole goal. But sometimes when you're doing it on your own, it's not that way. I mean no, yesterday you said – you gave us the example of hauling that couch out of your house, yeah. bring it to, bringing it to your sisters, taking a couch that they weren't then keeping and doing something with that. Yeah. And it's not just the emotional aspect, but it's also the physical aspect. So you're in pain the next day, right? Yeah. And you're yeah. feeling that for a yeah. long time. I'm curious, though, the practice of going through, removing that couch from your house, taking the legs off of that dining room table, putting them back on, did you ever stop to think, I'm losing that emotion of like what that next step is for us because I'm so frustrated as part of this process and putting this all together myself and dealing with it? Or has there been some silver linings in that for you as well? I think that it's the 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 end goal. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking so forward to our new space and that that next part of our life. So it the knowing that that goal is there, yeah, and that's sort of what will will sort of be there after all of this is done is sort of what is the silver lining. Like there's a very specific reason to do it, and you know, I think about if I were in crisis like some of our clients are, and I had to get rid of all of that stuff and wasn't looking forward to having to go to um, a community that I wasn't crazy about, but it was the only option for me because I didn't plan. If I had to do all of this and it was 25 years from now and it was crisis, Mm -hmm. it would feel very different. I I had a positive – I have a positive view of what's coming next. Yeah. You know, and we talk all the time about planning. And if you don't plan, it really can can impact um, how you live your best life or don't. And having the silver lining is having something to look forward to. So getting through all of that. Um, so that really has been, for, for me, thinking about, oh, it's going to be over, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be over soon and, and we'll get through it. 
I'm curious, um, you mentioned a couple of times that you have an appreciation for what our clients go through, right? Mm -hmm. And in our business, we are here to provide one point of contact to really allow our clients to have the emotional space to go through this move while we handle the physical aspects of it. For some of those individuals, those older adults and their families that are out there that want to do this on their own, what are some recommendations that you would give today to be able to successfully get through that move on your own? Because we know we're not the right, you know, um, service for everyone. And sometimes, you know, you've got son-in-laws and grandchildren that can help do the heavy lifting and you want them to be part of that process as do they. So what are some really high-level points that you would offer to some folks that are going through this on their own and how to navigate that? Right. You know, you and Aaron say it all the time that how, how do you envision your retirement to be? How do you envision your next step to be? And I think that regardless of when it is our clients are going to move, they need to think about that or if they're not going to be our clients. Think about what you want your next step to be. And as part of our you know, downsizing, right-sizing program, we, we talk about maintaining a right-sized life. Mm-hmm. And Which is easier said than done sometimes. It is easier said than done. And, and um, if you, you know, I know and you know that there is going to be a lot of emotion that's going to be attached to that process, especially if they're going to do it on their own. And especially if they have family that's involved in doing it with them because they have a very different opinion about what's right for you, what they want, what they may not want, all of that stuff. So I think that that adds, you know, a lot to it. So dealing with the items that you have, if you're moving in a year, two years, five years, whatever that is, dealing with those items right now so that um, you're ready to move ahead with the move and think about, have your silver lining, think about what that next step is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I always quote that uh, the, the, the the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning, written by Margarita Magnusson, uh, a, a woman in her 80s in Sweden, and she says that she describes death cleaning as preparing uh, your home in an orderly fashion, so mm-hmm. that um, it, the the closer you get to leaving the earth, it is left in a orderly fashion for those that you leave behind. And when I read that, when I read that, and I say it all the time that. She said the closer you are to leaving the earth, the day we're born, we're one day closer. So I really see that as the time is now. And if you can deal with all of those items that you know are stored away in the basement or in the attic or you're you're keeping for someone because you think they want them, deal with all of that right now, regardless of when your move is coming or maybe your move is not coming. Um, you know, maybe you're going to you know age in place. But think about your belongings and how you want to manage those belongings in a way that doesn't provide or present a barrier to getting to the next place, mm-hmm. right? And then is not an obstacle for you to get to the next place as well. What do you do in those situations? You say start in the basement, you know, start in the garage. What do you do with those situations where you have accumulated items from your mom, your dad, just as similar as Tom did, and you have a thought, it can't come with me mm-hmm. because I'm right-sizing into a new space. Right. I don't have the room for it. I am not going to get a storage unit to keep holding on. And my vision has always been that my children will take some of these things and it's going to pass down from family member to family member, 
what does someone do when you're stuck in that situation and you've had this thought in your mind forever that your daughter's going to take your mother's china and she comes and she says, I don't want it. I don't, yeah. I don't want it. And instead of her just taking it, right, and figuring out something to do with it later, she doesn't want it. So I feel like that would derail someone does, in yeah. that move. What yeah. do you do? Well, there, there, there are so many realities to that process. If, if you're just doing the right sizing just to live a right-sized life in your current space or you're getting ready to move, there, there's a lot of realities. And one is that people don't want your stuff. Um, whether it's people in your in in your you know close that are close to you, your children, your nieces, nephews, neighbors, whatever that is, or or even you know resale or thrift stores, consignment stores, they don't want it because the value that you put on it is not the value that they put on it. And I think it's really important to number one say to clients that things are given when things are given a new life. Right, that is the best thing that you can do for them because I always say, you know, we talk about brown furniture all the time, and there are people who don't have any bedroom sets, and a brown bedroom set mm-hmm. is better than none. So I say that all the time to clients, and they, it really does resonate with them, and they think, yeah, that's great. And I say that, you know, be prepared that your son or daughter does not want that desk. And I said, how many things in your house right now did you inherit that you really didn't want? And inevitably, it's a piece of furniture that they point at or it's something that is cluttering up their basement. I said, do you, you know, I'll say, do you want to do that to them? So let's think about asking them right now, what it is it, you know, what is it that they, mm-hmm. you know, what they, what is it that they want? You may be thinking about something that you, you want to donate or trash, and it may be something that's really important to them and they do want it. So you have to ask, that, ask the question and be and, and communicate openly about your belongings and managing belongings with your loved ones. So if you do say, those dishes, I want you to have those dishes, but they come in and say, I, I just really want that chipped you know, pitcher that you always served us lemonade in. Yeah. That's a very, di- that then you say, you feel so great about giving them the pitcher that what you thought you were going to get from giving them the china goes away. So don't always make those assumptions because the there assumptions. could be something yeah. beautiful on the other side that they want. I said to Erin the other day, we came from a client's house, and I could see this. Um, our client, you know, really wanted her daughter to have a painting. And the daughter lives a very different life and didn't have room for the painting and was very honest with it, you yeah, know, yeah. gave reverence to that painting, um, but just didn't feel as though it went with her motif. And I know a painting is not really the example I want to use in this moment, but I said to Erin, we see this all the time with brown furniture as well. They don't want the brown furniture. They don't necessarily want these cluttered homes. But yet we work with an amazing vendor, Household Goods, yeah. not even a vendor, but an organization and I said to Erin, I wish sometimes our clients could go on a tour of household goods with us to see that experience of all of this beautiful furniture coming in that are years old and um, the faces on the folks that are receiving that on the other end yeah. because they don't have the means to be buying this furniture and just the happy faces knowing that they can go out and provide for their family um, comfortably yeah just to have those belongings around them and even though your adult children or your family might not want it it is really bringing 
um, bringing a smile to new someone life, else's a joy, face, yeah. a new life. Yeah, yeah. I, That's one of the things I'm looking forward to as part of our move. Next week, we have um, Clean Out Your House coming, and they really sort of are our, our broker to household goods to take some furniture that I tried to, you know, sell on Facebook. And people come back and say, you know, I'll, you know, I'll give you $10 for it. I'd rather give it away. So I just stopped and said mm-hmm. I'm so much more comfortable giving all of this stuff to household goods. It is going to get a brand new life because we had the opportunity to walk through household goods in Acton. Um, at the time, they were really servicing um, – uh, serving uh, Afghan yeah. families, yeah. and now I think are, are you know helping families from the, the Ukraine, and to watch people walk through a space, a, a warehouse that has you know all the kitchen tables in one section and all the sofas and mm-hmm. chairs in another, and they have a very um, prescribed method of how how much you get based on how many people are in your household, and you know you can you can go and you can choose that table, you can go and choose two chairs, and to watch those clients go and sit in those chairs or sit at the table yeah. and it was a used piece of furniture and they were going to get that and was going to, you know, it was going to furnish their home uh, is really an amazing feeling. So yes, I think we, um, I've often shared that with clients and they Chronicle did an amazing piece on household mm-hmm. goods. And I say, you know, look that up and see, and you'll get a really great feeling about giving that, you know, giving that new life. Yeah, that's great. I just want to say thank you for sharing your personal story because I think, you know, sometimes we forget that we are human and we're going to experience these emotions and to expect these emotions as they come up. And, you know, it can be very difficult. And sometimes it's it takes everything for us to ask for help, right? I mean, we, we've offered you a little bit of help, too, and you haven't taken it. But you like to control that process. Yeah. And we have to remember that our clients like to control that process, too. So getting to know who you are, for you, you probably learned a lot about Tom that maybe you didn't know about him beforehand as well. Um, but there are some beautiful things as that as well. So yeah. moving can suck, but yes, it, it does. doesn't have to, right. right? And um, we just have to remind ourselves all of the time that um, there there can be some silver linings around that as well. So more to come on moving and um, what we can do with our belongings in um, future podcasts. But thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us today. To continue the conversation, follow us on social media at Dovetail Companies or visit us online at dovetailcompanies.com. And remember, change can be difficult. Aging doesn't have to be.